Welcome to Jav Talk, the home of experience for another episode. I'm Aden. I'm Jamal. And I'm Vic. Now today, uh, we try to make it light as well. We're going to tra- tra- talk about the struggles of being a young adult. Uh, we're going to start with life after campus. Aden, how is life after campus for you? Life after campus, quite tough, but... How long has it been after campus? Quite some two, three, two years, yeah, two years. Okay. Two years after campus and it's been a journey. Been a journey, yeah? It's been a journey of not a roller coaster per se, neither not so, not so dull, but it's a journey worth living up and down. It has had its fair share of up and downs, but we are managing. At least that <laughs> Okay, nice. Jamal, how has been your experience? A harsh reality. <laughs> uh, I don't think you are prepared uh, fully to transition into post-university life. We are not that much prepared. And uh, the aftershocks of uh, being in school for so long and then having to now face life alone. It's not easy. Quite daunting. It is not easy. It's not easy. It's never easy. Yeah, for me it's been two, maybe two and a half years as well. My experience has been the same. It's not not that easy. Uh, I think first thing after campus is one, you're not anywhere near your parents' capable hands. You're exactly. on your own out here. Yeah. Uh, you have finances fighting you. You have society fighting you. You have social things fighting you. And the most popular opinion has been that uh, after campus, making friends is not that easy for most people. Now, I've heard this a lot. I want to know what, what are your experiences before I tell you mine. So my experience is... I believe making friends, there's a certain age when you get to, it f- doesn't feel so... You outgrow? So the adrenaline, you know, the rush that you have when you're making new friends and new vibe. I mean, you can't meet new friends when you're adulting, when there are bills to be paid, when there's life to be lived. You can't make new friends because you always check out for yourself. So making new friends for me personally has been quite tough. But I've also not had the same old friends in some aspects of life. Uh, you are growing, so you outgrow also some of your friends. And you make, I can't call them friends, but now you make acquaintances and workmates whom you collaborate on things and projects and different things. Yeah, that's been my my journey with friends. Very nice. How about you? I don't think you'd, uh, you'd want to call uh, the people you meet uh, along the way uh, friends immediately, yeah. So it depends with a lot of things, the interactions that you make. At first, they become colleagues, and then later on, they turn into something else. And friendship then can now evolve into something called brotherhood. But it is not much of a big deal to make friends, as in friends. If someone is not benefiting you, and they are your friend. I'm sorry to say, you cut the slack <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Yeah, yeah. I know if they're if they're not helping with right. ideas, with uh, with growth, you know, 
what's the point? You just become like, oh, hey, you know. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I think for me, my opinion is uh, forming friends after campus is hard. Mostly because I think uh, when you're in campus, you know, campus forces you to be in a group where you, you are young people, all of you are in one place. Probably if you're doing a course, you're the same people doing the course. Your mentalities are more likely to be closer to each other than out here. Out here, you are, you are at work. Your colleague is maybe a 50-year-old person, 40-year-old yeah, person. That's true, that's true. They are, they're not sharing everything you think the same way. They are quite further from your perspective than your normal people. And by the time you find other, peop- other people your age, you're probably uh, in places you'd not want to be all the time. Understand? So I think that's why. Uh, today was about uh, light-hearted uh, adult problems and the impact in our mental health. I think it would be uh, good to say, like, wh- what do you think? What do you think uh, is the impact of, like, not being able to form good friends to your mental health or to your psychology? What do you think is the impact? So maybe I should begin with saying what friends really do to you in terms of your personal growth in life, uh, who friends are in your life. And that trickles down to the fact that friends are people like you guys are socially in a, in a in a social experiment kind of where you guys test everything together you know uh, you 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 do every mistake together you learn together you grow together and when it comes to the point now whereby you need to live life and still make friends and still have work and still have bills to pay it gets quite tough because i mean you need to now check out on who's really helping you in terms of your progression, in terms of life, in terms of uh, social life, in terms of your career, in terms of finances and all that. So so the friends who really drag you down, now that becomes quite a mental, it takes a toll on your mental health. That's the perspective I view, especially for people who, you know, are not necessarily, I can't call it help because... Let's be honest, friends, if they aren't for benefits, and if you aren't a benefit to them as well, it's not a relationship that is symbiotic in nature. Like you guys are benefiting from each other. So at that point in time, when you're always there for someone and they are not there for you, it becomes now a challenge. So that's what what is causing the mental problems quite a lot of times out here. Ah, nice. Ah. Jay? I, I view it uh, in terms of um, when we when we try to bring the two things together, friendship and mental health. Huh? <coughs> it, it may go both ways. Mm-hmm. There are friends who could contribute to your mental deterioration, True. and there are friends who could actually <laughs> be a force for good. Yeah, absolutely. Very true. Absolutely. Understand. Yeah. So. If you associate yourself with people who are always negative, you will become negative. If if you walk around with people who are always depressed, <laughs> you are the next depressed person. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true. Uh, so, <laughs> in this world right now, post-university... Yeah. Uh, it's not about COVID anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are past COVID. <laughs> Right now, everyone is not thinking about COVID. Everyone is thinking about employment, bro. So, uh, if you are looking post-employment, 
uh, post uh, sorry post uh, university and uh, you don't have good friends who don't give you valuable ideas my friend will suffer yeah that's very true that's very true yeah, uh, i think uh, to put it in a maybe in a different perspective mm-hmm. let's not just t- talk about benefits and uh, and costs in in friendship yeah we all have friends who they don't necessarily it's not like they don't benefit us in our life but uh they're not there for like business purposes you understand they're not there to help you to give you an idea they're not you're ju- they're just your friend you like this person it's your friend of course so as in uh i think also that's a good thing having someone who is a is a good vibe someone who's there for you at your worst some not someone who's just there when you want to have fun someone actually will be there for you when you when you have problems when you when you're going through <laughs> character development <laughs> when you have uh, tough times there those friends moja atangojea after you are, you've gone through the character development now you want to move on so your friends atakwambia hey uko wapi atwende out but there's that friend who will like be there when when you're actually sad that this has happened and they'll be there and be like bro uh, tell me what's going on uh, we want to come to chill we talk this out you understand yeah i think those are the most awesome friends uh, and in that uh, perspective let me just ask a short question short answer question have you ever had a fake friend and what is your experience i should start yes and the experience was bad mm-hmm. uh, because i mean the f- when 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 you say fake friends are people who just are there in that time of your life when you know you are going i mean you may not necessarily see it uh, you n- like you're not seeing them coming to you as a friend in that time but them there's something they are really looking out to benefit from you and once that has happened they just leave and then next time you give them a call or you really need them to do something or you want to just even not necessarily need something from them just to to, to spend some time you know they start running away here there you can't trust them so f- quite a few fake friends yeah oh, very nice How about you I've never had fake friends. <laughs> wow, lucky, I lucky Jay. Never, I have lucky never had Jay. a fake friend. Ish. You know, a man from us. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I see friendship uh-huh. is this, yeah? If if somebody is not in a position to help you and you are helping them every time. It's like one way you know it's a one way transaction yeah mm-hmm. you're always there for them and they never show up yeah true after some time i wouldn't call that person a friend that's why i said i've never had a fake friend okay and it's very good it's 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 very important to to know the to know them the earliest because maybe like adam said yeah uh somebody comes into your life pretends they are good and then all of a sudden ghosting know, they just, they just disappear after yeah. they've benefited something from you you know it's very difficult to actually it's very difficult to actually pick them fast at first but sometimes also i think personalities 
clash. It's, it's not a clash. Like, you know, different personalities. There are people who there are people who form friends easily. For example, today I've met uh, Vic and then we become friends two or three days or four days, you know. Then we become like, we click and we go uh, out together, we go to movies, you know. But there are people who actually will know Vic first before they commit into a friendship. Mm. You know, son? So I think I'm, if you look at it from that angle, you'll never have fake friends. So you are the kind of a person who takes the Time. friendship cautiously before actually like it's, it's kind of you're interrogating them it's kind of that honeymoon no phase. It's, it's an interaction uh-huh. you understand it mm. is an interaction that if they do certain things mm-hmm. that make sense mm-hmm. i'll be like wow no, that's a good guy i, I like i like your perspective the, yeah it's a the, different the, perspective the, yeah the, the personality first you look at the personality are they in alignment with what you envision yeah you know if 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 somebody comes and becomes good to you from the very first day when you had nothing mm-hmm. understand i get you that's a very good friend absolutely you know? and uh, a fake friend is somebody i believe who has nothing to offer okay but they have a lot to ask for yeah, that's a nice that's a nice perspective they that's have a very nothing nice to offer <laughs> but they have a lot to ask for yeah. yes wow. i think i like jay's perspective because i think for him he says that before he actually even calls you a friend he has to classify you as someone who's friend where do worthy. you fall you understand like you have to be worthy of that name friend true uh, for it's not a perspective for most i'll tell you for for sure that for me i've not looked at it in that aspect mm. uh for me a friend is someone that uh I think is someone that will be will have my back and I have their back. You understand? So I call that a friend. But, but that's you, vague. You, you that's very vague. That, yeah, exactly. My classification is not as absolute as yours mm. because yours kind of like now pushes further and says that uh, you have to show me that uh, you deserve. Yeah, you, you deserve to be a friend. Yeah. Which which is actually a, a very good thing to classify and to put like. To be able to put standards to your friendship. Now I have a question for you, Jamal. So, d- in terms of how you now show if that person is deserving your friendship, do you base that? I mean, let's call it quote unquote an examination based on value systems. Like, do your value systems rhyme with their value systems, or how do you put it? I mean, I believe interactions are quite different. Um, an interaction could be an intimate interaction could be financial interaction could be you know how do you base it actually that's a very good question the way you would uh, i normally look at it is uh, value based value based absolutely are my values in alignment with yours for example if vic loves to go to a club his value system is is different from someone who doesn't value mm. going to clubs. You understand? Mm. So, there'll be no point in uh, person A and person B interacting and calling each other friends because one will drag the other in the wrong direction. direction. Maybe uh, maybe they could be dragged out of the club 
or maybe Vic could drag someone into the club. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I value <laughs> don't drag people to clubs, please. <laughs> you see, so that's why value based is very important. Evaluation is very important. important. Number one. Number two, you have to look at uh, a value in terms of what they provide. Understand? I get you, I get yeah. you. Why should I associate with myself with person A? Mm-hmm. Why would I spend most of my time with person A? Mm-hmm. What are they producing? Understand? What are they are they challenging me? Are they are they challenging me to become someone who's better? Or if I associate that person, would I try to emulate him? It's you know, friendship is a battle of ideas. Uh, many people don't know that. If we if we become friends, mm-hmm. I'd want to pull you to my plans. Oh, today we're going to do this, you know, and uh, today we have this bash. Uh, tomorrow we're going to do this. You, know, you understand? I get you. So it's it's just it's 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 a battle of ideas. It's a battle of values, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's if your values don't align with what you want in the long run. It's 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 you good you to you cut your losses you quite early. You better call it quits, man. <laughs> <laughs> I b- I think it's good because also for purposes of mental health, considering we are talking friendship and mental health, it's good to cut your losses quite early so that when the wage has been driven quite deep, you don't now cry foul that someone has betrayed your you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question. I do believe what you've said is correct. It's very true. Mm-hmm. But also, I want us to, to to be real. We live in the real world. Absolutely. Yeah? And uh, not every not every friend will have your values. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's rare you have one friend who shares everything you like. You understand? So, for me, I have friends who uh, personally don't smoke. I have friends who smoke. But when, when we hang out together, no smoking is going on. You understand? But that part of their personality... I will tell you that you know this thing is not nice for you but that does not uh, there are other things to this friendship other than that you understand uh, what i mean is we live in the real world everyone is different there there's something i do i uh, i usually do that probably anini makes you mad or that you don't like completely you understand mm-hmm. and it's normal for everyone mm-hmm. you understand so uh as we say we, we need value value added friendships Yes, but uh, sometimes just be the friend. I can relate. I can yeah? relate. I can relate. I, I agree. Ju- just beauty, just beauty. be the friend. Absolutely. That's the beauty relate. about friendship. Uh, because yeah. cause, cause this then being brings up the, this thing of uh, elitism. No, I'm talking about like when, when all you do is say that uh, you disqualify someone because out of one value of their, uh, their life that makes you an elitist. An elitist is someone who believes that they are they and other people that they associate with are at a higher standing than everyone else. Everyone you understand? Yeah. So uh, I think that in the real world, I have friends who do things that I'm not proud of, but it's something that I can, it depends. It's, it's, it's more of weighing. If this thing is like, if you do this too much, if you go to clubs too, too, too much, then for me it's not working because we, I, I can't be in clubs 100% of the time just to be your friend. You understand? The risk-benefit ratio. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I might be someone who like who say something like I drink too much, mm-hmm. right? But when we hang out, I don't drink. You understand? Because I respect you as my friend, and I know you don't like 
people drinking. So I don't drink when we're with you. Mm. Let me, and let we me. can be friends like that, but uh, would that make me not be your friend? Uh, absolutely not. But let me ask you mm. again before we move. I mean... By the way, I don't drink too much. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, 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 and I, I believe what you are bringing to to light is the fact that there has to be ground rules set for the friendship. Uh, exactly. And, and and now the question is, I believe it's in tandem with what Jamal had said about the value system. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whereby, with values, for me, I think, at absolutely not everything that checks your boxes, but at least one or two or three things that you really feel are matching with each other. But when do you set the rules in that conversation of friendship? When do you say, I drink, but you don't drink. But when we are together, this is what will happen. This is what will happen. Let me start with you, Victor. Ati, how do I what? How do you set your rules? So my mine is... Uh, is it's unspoken. Okay, I have never actually had like specific rules that I have written down somewhere. Of that course. <laughs> that, uh, you have to be my friend. You have to do this. Uh, of course. I think for me, it's more of like personality mm-hmm. versus uh the way you carry yourself mm-hmm. you understand yeah unspoken you. as jay said unspoken. very wise this man <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, po- I'll, I'll learn when i'm with you guys <laughs> so, so my point is uh we we could uh let's put a scenario to this mm-hmm. i meet a complete stranger somewhere mm-hmm. a bro mm-hmm. i play pool a lot so I, uh, at a pool table i meet a bro mm-hmm. we start uh talking he tells me his name i tell him my name and then he says uh, you know what tuesday uh, we have a game as well. You can come. Mm-hmm. I, I head there. We play, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when we met on Monday, yes, this this guy was like was completely cool. He was not doing anything. But but then I meet him on Tuesday, and then I see him smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, we can't have everything in common. So yeah. so then he tells me after that game, he goes on and he tells me, uh, you know what? We uh, end a place. There's somewhere we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to come? Mm-hmm. It happens to be a club. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, fine. We don't have to do, to like everything about your friend. I'm, I'm I'm really not like the club scene too much, mm-hmm. but I I won't lie. I have been to clubs, so I I do like the vibe sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I will go there, have fun. But then you do that three times, four times. I'll be like, ah, I don't think this friendship is actually a friendship I want. Okay, you understand? Yeah, it's more of unspoken. There are some things that a friend will do once. You look the other way. Mm-hmm. He'll do it twice. You'll be like. Then he does it the third time. Mm-hmm. You're like now, now, now. You take the sting off the now shots. Now it's 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 out. I'm oh, out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's about your principles. It's about it's 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 a very complex issue. It's about well, how do you carry yourself? How do you carry yourself? Your Absolutely. principles. What do you? What can you not? What tolerate can you tolerate? And what what are you? your red flags mm-hmm. in a friend? Mm-hmm. We need to look for red flags in friends. Of course, way. of course. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And always have standards. I always say, people might talk whatever they want. They might talk the way, whatever the way they want to talk. Yeah. They might say whatever they want. But standards are there to help you, not to help them. So if you have standards in your life, you carry yourself at a standard as well. Yeah, yeah. Vic, uh, let me just... Uh, a b- differ a bit mm-hmm. from what you've said. Uh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You said we c- s- friendship is not about eliti- elitism. Elitism. Yeah, it's, it's not elitism. elitism. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you on that. But you have to realize one thing. Yeah, it's either you pick the habit of a friend, or a friend leaves the habit because of you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Simple it's that. true. It's That's simply true. put. Yeah. 
there's a guy who a very close friend of mine. We ah. were more than seven years friends. But uh, he would he would be a sm- he was a smoker definitely. He would smoke, and he was addicted to smoking. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Whenever I'm with them. I have to be with their in the in their company because they are smoking and you know it's just you know one time in a weekend we have to be together yeah? but if I was someone else I would have smoked you understand that's true that's true but believe you me that guy stopped smoking because of, because of our association every time I come home I'm like bro cigar in anisumboa you understand? I get you, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you smoking? And you know. So it is it is not per se coming from a moral high ground. Mm-hmm. It is you defining your moral value point yeah. and sticking with it. I understand completely. You it's understand? you drawing the line and it saying is you drawing the line. This you is what I can't do. This is A, I can do it, this is B, I can do it. If uh if you if you compromise on what you stand for you'll take the values of your friend that is why i had earlier said this thing is it is a battle of ideas that is why we are always told we should befriend someone who we want to emulate you know yeah. if you want to become a lawyer follow a lawyer if you want to be a monk stay with a monk <laughs> <laughs> if you want to become a sheikh stay with, with stay with a sheikh of course you that's understand? true if you that's want true. to learn languages stay with somebody who is good at languages yeah you understand so the ultimate the ultimate end of friendship can be destruction and it can be glory glory yeah you understand i get you so some friendships some friendships lead to misery they lead to depression i mean imagine now a very good guy young guy vibrant he has so many things going on for himself mm-hmm. then he met two or three guys who love partying you understand or two or th- one of them loves mugging people one is into crime you understand Later on, this guy's whole ideal life that he was leading, he starts emulating these people, and everything of his goes into chaos. To chaos. So you understand, this person becomes a drunk because he's like, what is the point of all of this? So f- friendship really matters, but we don't look at it from a point of high moral, moral ground. ground. Is Am I willing to associate with A, B, C, D? Yeah, I, I get totally get it. Uh, it and it contributes to mental health, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where I'm going. I totally get what you're saying. It, it could go either of both ways. I could be your friend and you influence me better. Mm. Or you could be my friend and I influence you worse. Exactly. You understand? So it goes either both of either either way. It really depends on you have to be, uh, you have to have your character in check first before you become someone's friend so that they do not overpower you you have to have standards 
comes back to that. But speaking of mental health, yeah, uh, are there friendships you think that are, what types of friendships do you think really are detrimental to our health, to our health, mental health? For example, if uh, let me let me start. Uh, mm-hmm. I think if you have a friend who who only calls you when it's good. That's this is an unpopular opinion. Not not you will not hear this anywhere else. Disclaimer. But, I, <laughs> but if <laughs> you have a out there disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, if you have a friend who mm-hmm. you will only ever see them mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. You will only ever see them like uh smiling. You'll mm-hmm. ever, only ever see them like they'll only call you when they are happy, happy yeah. when they're in good times. Mm-hmm. You've never seen them at a at a bad moment. Mm-hmm. You've never seen them having a problem. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. You've never seen them having a problem. Mm-hmm. I think that's detrimental to your health because what happens is you end up self-evaluating while you're seeing your friend. Yeah. Because here I am having my friend so and so always happy. My friend X is always happy. Mm-hmm. Uh my friend X is always uh in a Jogi relationship. In a relationship. My friend X is always in love with some other girl. My friend X uh d- has never lacked money. But me, I'm living in the real world. I, uh, I'm I'm single maybe 90% of my time. Ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, um, uh, 90%, 95 now percent of my time. Probably uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for money rather ladies, than having ladies it. out there because yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like uh, my friend X is making, is giving me societal pressure. You understand? Yeah. Because my friend X is always happy and I'm not always happy. You understand? Because I, I live in the real world. So I think when you have such a friend, it really it really messes with your mental health because you 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 now taking you take criticism to and to do towards yourself, yourself right yeah you start thinking maybe i'm doing something wrong then you start spiraling into sadness how comes i'm the one who's sad, sad. How, how, how comes i'm not having money mm-hmm. we're doing the same thing mm-hmm. how comes he has he has girlfriends and i don't you understand you start taking self criticism and that then snowballs it can snowball to depression mm-hmm to other stuff so my opinion is your friend has to be the person who's real with you it doesn't it, you don't want social media esque friends things that you always see that are glamorous all Perfect. the time you you want a real friend someone who will be there with you and they'll tell you their problems and they'll tell you their good times as well so that you know this is someone who's real this is not a plastic show that i'm being this is not a picture friend yeah you understand yeah i get you so what do you think is that something is that opinion a good one or I, not i share that opinion with you now to add on to the other friend mm-hmm. who i wouldn't want to befriend uh, and i think this happens to most of us a lot of times do you have these kinds of friends who always make an emergency and chaos out of they make the mall mountain out of the molehill i mean they're always in an emergency and then it tends sometimes you know whereby you 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 have to go an extra mile to cater to their needs eh? okay uh, let me let me clar- ask for clarity are you talking about friends who cause drama a lot or not, friends who not only that who make uh, everything into an emergency exactly that's what i mean they oh, they, they okay. always make a mountain out of that small molehill okay and then then one thing i learned which is very purposeful and very intentional is that their emergency is not your emergency I mean you need money urgently for your own problems you would have pre-planned and informed so that you can be helped so friends always make emergency out of you know the, the, I mean the emergencies are not your emergencies those friends are also detrimental to mental health and I share your first opinion as well 
Ah, very nice, very nice. Jay, uh, I would like to hear your opinion. You always uh, have a nice perspective. Our wise man. He's to our audience there is our wise man, please. <laughs> uh, friends who are always complaining. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I mean like what he has said, not him. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was shocked. I'm like, Victor, <laughs> I'm a dry. <laughs> Victor, do I complain? I'm like, I'm the least complaining person. <laughs> and, uh, uh-huh. Another thing that can actually be very good for mental health is uh, friends who are who have overcome adversity. Okay. Understand? Those are the guys who can actually inspire you to overcome your own... Uh, your own personal crisis because let's be let's be honest uh, everyone is going through some kind of trouble and uh, if someone is always trying to glamorize their lives how good okay they may be rich you know uh, they may be uh, very stable economic wise but if they're always glamorizing it and uh, they are trying to show you how good it's, it's going for them run away from such people Th- that's exactly what i was saying run run <laughs> like morife morife ran run run for your dear lives uh, mm-hmm. my friend <laughs> now uh, now my question is yeah if you get such friends who have negative toll on your mental health how would you approach that that's a very nice question that's a very nice question uh huh. if i have a friend who's uh someone who brings negative i don't want to call them toxic but you know those friends who leave you with negative emotions and no if someone feel bad about yourself if someone affects you in a negative light I think there is some toxicity to that. So of course. let's let's not let's, try, let's, let's not, not sugarcoat it. Yeah. yeah. Let's put so the plain plain. If I had a friend who uh who brings me to think to 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 almost sway towards the negative side, uh how would I handle it? Uh this this is a tough question because one they're your friend and the fact that you already call them friend doesn't mean that they've been there for a day or two. Or two. They have, they've been there for maybe months, next to years, right? So this is a friend I've had for a while and I've started noticing that they're making me feel bad about myself or they're making me get sadder or sadder. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing I would do is maybe maybe try and talk. Maybe try and talk to my friend. You know, like I don't pull punches. You know, like I don't pull punches. I, I you can't be typ- happy all typ- the time. Typical Victor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. Then we talk about it. Then I see, uh, okay, it's maybe, maybe you know, it could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe the friend, it's not that they glamorize themselves so much. Maybe it's just that they've never found you as someone they can talk about with their prob- about you. With their problems. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe it, maybe it's me who's the problem. So we have to like have actually actu- we have to actually talk. Absolutely. So when I talk to you and I ask you what's your problem, uh, what have you been going through lately, and we talk about it, then you see that it's me. Maybe I did not show you. I'm open enough for you to be telling me these things. Mm-hmm. Then you see we can we can balance and save the friendship. Absolutely. But then if I tell you what's your problem and you be ah, miniko fine, my fine, I ask you another day, maybe three days, maybe another meeting. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, all I'll, you keep on doing is run away yeah but uh, okay i won't i won't cut you off okay there's no reason uh, let's be mature about it but i'll just i'll just try to stay away for a while you know try to see like uh, try to sh- sh- sort myself out if you're having a wonderful life and you think your life is so glamorous you, don't, you never have problems who knows maybe it's true yeah so <laughs> so maybe maybe what I mean is sort myself out isn't it yeah isn't it like cuz uh, uh, i won't cut you off maybe you still are my friend maybe maybe you still even when you are you are, you are, you are like on this happy high mm-hmm. maybe you you still give me great advice you know uh you weigh cost benefit ratio as you said yeah so what about you jay's question is hard I this question you. is hard jamal you should be a lecturer somewhere <laughs> my friend <laughs> but 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 we are having real conversation so i believe number one, as victor said it's not that someone you call a friend by by the standards you've just said it's not a friend who has been there for a day or two it's someone you've known for years and the first approach of course is t- to try to talk out and iron out the issues and try to have a solution to them and like gentleman lady i've been seeing this and that going in life and i'm not comfortable around it and then if you can come to common conclusion in the sense that oh i'm sorry or you know uh, the vulnerability in friendship is very important that is what makes actually friendship beautiful whereby we can fall back and we learn that even in friendship we still make mistakes Uh, but now as we progress through that stages of talking and you know the stepwise management of the conversation and all that i believe m- i don't shy away from treating you as an option <laughs> wow wow yeah okay Very, okay that is one thing i learned that is yeah. oh. uh, priorities uh, number priorities one priorities na- very important if okay. you have been treating me as an option i wouldn't shy away treating you as an option either and that will be very important for my mental health yeah. if all you see for me was an option in terms of a cash cow or in terms of fun buffalo or in terms of anything else that was the option i was only providing to this friendship then you are as option to me as i was to you okay. and let's do this in an honest plain simple manner Did you just say fun buffalo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just asking for clarity. <laughs> I have no problems against uh, buffalo. Oh my god. But uh we have to ad- we have to admit there are people who uh are actually vibe vampires. Okay? Mm. There are people who like thrive to take a they drive on your p- on a positive light, yeah? but not because it's beneficial to all of you. They just they are there to drain you by them being on the other side of the spectrum. You understand you ever had a friend who's always negative have you had those friends who are negative ever complaining someone who when like you try okay you're having problems sure but you can't be sad all the time you can't <laughs> uh, i mean at least lift up the mood bana, at least find something mm. fine find that a silver lining you know yeah. Yeah. so there are people like that uh i think the best thing is to try and uh, give them a positive light now i wanted to ask um Now talking about friends and mental health. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh there was a time you had uh I, w- I don't want to say mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was a time you really needed uh mental support or psychological support from a friend? What was your what what happened if you're willing to share what happened uh what made you get to where you are and what did the friend help do to help? Like i- do you think you have that if you if you are, if you can share that those experiences jay today is on 11th of february 
my friend my best friend died 10th of february 2022 oh i'm sorry so bro yesterday was and i don't know how this is a childhood friend we've grown for ages together and we weren't hiding anything life was as plain as it as it could be if you feel i've been snoring bad you poke <laughs> my nose <laughs> you know <laughs> that kind of a friendship okay. and then suddenly one day i'm called and i'm told so and so is so and so is gone uh, that really took me down because imagine now the friend you used to talk to about things uh, gone it really took me quite some time but i thank god i found other people whom i could talk to about the loss of my friend i was actually grieving the loss of my friend and one of the things that really helped me cope up with absolutely and i think this is a very problem big problem with men is we don't open up that's very and true that is the narrative we really want to change because opening up does not mean the, the uh, just as i'd said earlier on what makes friendship beautiful is vulnerability and then as a man you're not infallible to 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 you know uh, grief you're not infallible to a lot of things you know and and that is what men try to shy out f- away from so i found friends other friends whom, whom i could tell them i cannot take my i cannot handle my responsibilities at optimum right now because i am going through this and it will take me some time you know and thank god they were checking on me and that was my that was my 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 journey to realizing actually by the way people go through mental health problem yeah. and from there on i've been trying to advocate for it so that has been the case in point scenario talking of friends uh adam you've uh, touched on something that is very actual right now in the kenyan space so many young guys youthful guys are uh, not sharing their problems as they should but the the reason is very simple mm-hmm. when you share your problems mm-hmm. they laugh at you you become a laughing stock a case in point was when some celebrity mm-hmm. in kenya broke up with his girlfriend was bitter the guy was being trolled left right and center you understand and this is a public figure is someone who made so many people laugh you know just laughing is just uh, it, it lightens the mood uh, this guy is a comedian yeah but people are trolling him to the point that uh, he left the whole space comedy space mm-hmm. So yeah. if 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 people around you could actually come and tell you, bro, Pole, do you think how many how many young men would come out and say, I'm going through this? But people actually they make a living out of your suffering. They troll, they get likes, you know. So that is the that is the reason why a lot of young men right now are suffering. Now coming back to your question. Uh I was going through some challenges with health. 
and you know when you become constantly sick every time you become a bit depressed but sometimes you don't know you are depressed true that's that's for a fact yeah. for a fact that's but this true. guy was always supportive he'd call he'd say what's up with you you know mm. uh, let us go uh, to a bowling he would uh, actually encourage you to come out of the house true. jamal what are you doing bana you know those kind of people that support if yeah. you find such guys or such friends yeah man you're lucky because somebody can be suicidal a phone call could change that true just true. when they're about to jump off a cliff maybe somebody calls and they're like let me just listen to what this guy is telling me let me just Hey, where are you? I have some money for you. Do <laughs> you think he'd pesa, throw himself? Pesa ni sabuni ya roho. No, no, no. I, by the way, by the way, yeah, he'd be like, by the way, I have something for you. For you. It, it can be money, it can be, you know, gifts or whatever money, it is. Yeah. He will postpone the suicide. <laughs> 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 And maybe, true, it's not a laughing matter. Could be that uh, is what changes the... Let me give you my perspective. Uh... That's very true because uh okay last year we started uh we started being posted by the government okay so personally me I was sent to Lemuru Lemuru is a place where I'm living alone I don't know anyone at all I have no friends there my friends are like about 5 to 10 kilometers away at Nairobi Then uh I'm going to work every day. I'm I'm at out of the house at six. I'm back in the house at six. So I have a full day. It came to a point where during my weeks I was like I was realizing that the first time I actually talk, Nikwambia mtu amat shukisha hapa. You understand? So uh now for some people that's not bad. I understand. Okay, but you, you know you're different. Of course. But for me that's the time I understood. I al- I had always thought of myself as the extrovert or the uh, actually I always thought of myself as an introvert. I came to realize that at that point I'm not actually 100% introverted. Yeah, I have sure. both aspects. I'm an ambivert yeah. because I also need like uh, social interaction. So during that time it also happened that I was going through one of the worst break breakups of my life. Yes, sorry. <laughs> sorry <So> for <laughs> <laughs> Understand, bro. Character character Nairobi make up bro. So uh but it's good that So so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm being I'm being really good guys, yeah. It yeah. was a learning curve. Yeah, so I'm being really good yeah. guys. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm in Lemuru, I know no one. When I'm alone, when you're going through a breakup when you're al- when you're alone, the voices in your head they kind of overwhelm you. You kind of like you are you are you are you're not talking to yourself in a positive light you you feel down uh, most of the time the voices get louder i understand so it's a tough time for me yeah now this time uh i think i'm very lucky and i'm blessed because i have a few friends not even one or two but i have like a couple of friends who actually checked up on me one of them is aden uh there's a guy from home i won't mention names and there's another guy we used to school with so one calls you and says eh bro skumingi umenyamaza those days ni siku zenye unaenda unaenda job unarudi home kama simi ko 100% uko like 
<laughs> so a guy calls like me socially I've been I've been away from social yeah, media so for don't an, don't, the guy calls me the first time and is like bro eh umenyamaza for so long don't realize why somehow I pulled back from my social circles from the people I know you understand yeah. so it was almost like the way you just said you could be depressed and you don't know it was I'm, I'm not going to say depressed because depression is actually very serious but I feel like I was almost there you understand mood wise you are low i was on i was on a low yeah. and that call actually pulled me back pulled me back a little bit another uh, my friend my other colleague came came to my place and uh, we, we just chilled for like maybe two hours max and like see it helped pull me back you understand and like by the time the by the time we reached the four month mark i was good i was i was fine i had friends who like had uh, called up to check up on me I, i i picked myself up and i think that's when i realized that uh there are some friends out here some friends are usually godsend you understand some friends are really godsend because sometimes you you go through sad we are all human we all have ups and downs absolutely because life can never be completely high or completely low so you always have highs and lows now the funny thing is when you have highs there are so many people who can be there so many people who can be in a room with you when you're celebrating but who will be in a room with you when, you're when you are low when you don't want to talk when you are sad you understand who'll be in a room with you and you have to understand as guys we are not women you understand women are very open about these things socially in terms of how yeah. they approach it yeah women who are uh, generation wise they grew up as emotional beings more so than us so for them they talk very easily for guys it's so easy for you to be like you're at a low point but you're somewhere and it's not even showing because you don't want to talk about it but who'll be with you who'll who'll be that friend who'll look at you and say eh, i na think someone has changed in victor today eh, na vic leo kuna kuna kitu tu iko right mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. na leo j j akwangi hivi so i think that's what i mean in like the impact of friends on your mental health you have to have friends who who heal you to some extent who help the healing process in you how do we start this conversation of mental health among men and young men Adel, i have a i wanted to follow up on your question mm-hmm. you know when i was at my lowest point when i was at my lowest point i i asked myself Mm-hmm. What can I do to change my situation? Mm-hmm. Understand? I get you. And I had to look for solutions. Get closer to the mic please if you don't mind. So I had to look for solutions. I had to dig deep and find out what is it that I'm not doing. You understand? Because if we are in uh, tough situations it i- a friend is not enough to be honest there are some few things that you need to do that would actually contribute to you getting out of that situation so when i looked deep into myself i knew exactly what to do and i told myself this is what i'm going to do and i did it and it worked for me 
the friend was a support. Understand? So, for men to come out of their problems, mm -hmm. a friend is a pillar. But the man must make some very hard decisions. He is the cog. He the is central the central farm engine. He is the engine. Mm -hmm. He is the ignition. Mm -hmm. You understand? So for if he really wants to delve deep into the matter, he needs to know what is going wrong and what is not going right. And then from then onwards, dissect it and move forward. <laughs> And get, <laughs> this guy is laughing. and get to sick people are supporting you. Yeah, wow, this guy is exactly. this guy is wise, man. <laughs> this guy is very wise. No, this is just thinking, bro. It's I, I, I think and, and I'm drawing I'm drawing my own personal experience mm -hmm. on uh, on what happened when I was on the brink, when I was very sad, what did I do? Mm -hmm. I thought I sat in the room alone. You understand? Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? You understand? And I and I and I wrote down, this is not right. This is not right. This is what I'm feeling. You understand? So, as a guy, I know some also ladies are going through some a lot of things. But even as a lady, this applies to across uh, all across uh, board. Yeah. Across board. Yeah. So even as a lady, you have to realize the few things that are going wrong and why they are going wrong. And are you playing a role in that? Or is it just happening to you because out of the vacuum, which is very rare, you know, something can just happen to you. You must contribute to it. I'll give you an example. Eh? I'll give you an example to somebody who bets. A gambler. You understand? So this guy has no money at all. You see, he's very sad. So he, he has 10 shillings, he gambles, he gets 1,000. Mm -hmm. He thinks that if he gambles 1,000, he'll get 100,000. Mm -hmm. You understand? I'll get you. But he'll get that 1,000, then he'll lose that 1,000. Then he'll go and do some vibarua out there, then come back, bet again. You understand? I get you. To the point that he is so poor, he starts selling his own household items like spoons and cups and... Uh, carpets. So if this guy doesn't sit down and say, my problem comes from gambling, gambling. Mm -hmm. he'll never find a solution. Absolutely. Because if he doesn't find what the problem is, he'll never find a solution. So no matter how many hundreds of good friends he has who are supportive, you know, ah, don't worry, it will be good. If he doesn't solve or solve that problem, mm -hmm. he'll never get out of it. Let me tell you something I, I once heard, yeah? Mm -hmm. A good friend, a good friend is someone who will be there and tell you, don't worry, things will work out. So, but a great friend is the person who will come and tell you, yo, hapo kufanya vizuri. They put the plane you, out. You understand? Yeah. Someone who's real with you. So I think in that scenario... Somebody comes and tells you, umemes. Yeah, exactly. Someone who comes and anakwambi umemes. So I think... There are some things, uh, to be realistic, there are some things people can't take themselves out of. You need help. Financial you understand? distress. No, not even that. Mm -hmm. Not even that. For example, there are addictions. Yeah, addictions. Addictions are very bad. Mm -hmm. There are some people who are addicted and they can't get themselves out. You mm -hmm. understand? Yeah. Because to you, your mentality is like 
iko iko fixed in a certain direction mm-hmm. and that direction is bad yeah. the only people who are seeing it's bad for you are the people outside, outside you are not seeing it yourself yeah. right so ule best man atakuja you can have so many friends na kuambie yo uh, don't worry utakuwa poa nini but the friend that comes and tells you yo apa oni bambi by the way unaona like uh mimi 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 aden vile yukuwa na usi aden kuna venye sayo ni bambi unafanya vitu zingine zina ni bo and bro whatever you're doing does not make sense so mm-hmm. the friend who will call you out is a great friend the friend who will support you is a good friend but the friend who will call you out and support you uh, yeah they will support you definitely if someone has the strength to call you out mm-hmm. they will support you because that's a real friend mean make one of those friends I've, I've dropped the ball on so many things uh not even those deep things uh just dumb decisions i've made mm-hmm. and I have, i have friends who called me out and told me uh okay why like explain to me why this make this you did this and this and you explain to them akwama like apo kuna sense bro and then <laughs> you realize then, i was actually dumb <laughs> understand. <laughs> 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 so the yeah. friend who calls you out is a great friend. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So, um, so you are asking a question about yeah, I mental asked health. Yeah, question and see you guys have already answered. To top it up, how do we start this conversation on mental health around men's circle? I think one thing I really learned from Victor himself is never ask, never just be satisfied with periphery. Hi, how are you? I am good. I mean I also have another friend who always we the, the recent past the last two weeks we've been really in constant fight about when I say I'm good in a conversation I realize it's actually true because ask at times it's not necessarily I think there's something a friend realizes in you even just the mere way of how you text how you talk how you cut the sentences short you know there's something a friend realizes in you that is really depicting things are not all right the sea is not as sober as it is supposed mm. to be yeah. and then and, and when that friend asks beyond i am good and digs deeper eh uh, really i think that could be a way to kick start the conversation getting on and then you tell someone i know you are good but i want to know what's beyond that let's unmask this and anything else that is going on it takes time for people to be comfortable around you to open up so i think in my perspective which has recently worked with me when i was talking to a colleague who was not quite so okay and at first when someone calls you and tells you i just want to meet you as a friend be honest and then give them time and and, and maybe you could be the savior to exactly, that person's yeah. problem Yeah. at that point in time as victor said it's an, uh, it's that perspective that question that they ask you maybe it's business maybe it's friendship maybe it's relationship and they tell you what is it that you did here what if you could do it this way you see so holding ourselves accountable as men would be a really way good way to kick start this conversation in terms of mentorship yeah. i mean mental mental talks sorry not no. mentorship mental health in men is uh, is a very big very big topic because there are so many things that plague us as guys yeah mm-hmm. especially stuff that uh, are implied by society mm-hmm. from financial to social 
to even relationship wise yeah mm-hmm. so many things that can plague you mental health wise so i think it's 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 good to be able to talk as a guy yeah mm-hmm. uh of course of course you won't talk to everyone and uh people will say that there are men who talk a lot people look people have a funny way of uh, doing things these days people might see you as weak because yeah, you are talking yeah, you understand yeah. but when 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 the stats actually show that uh out of every 10 people who commit suicide nine are men then you need to ask yourself why as in bro i can't see you there's no way that a guy would come and uniambie that una go through something and mimi as your friend i sit there and listen to you and they start judging you and start telling you that you know what you sound really weak right now <laughs> that that doesn't that's, make sense to me that's that's so poor of that that doesn't make society, sense to me yeah, yeah so as which, in which which begs the question yeah yes yeah. there is uh uh there are these crop of uh online influencers who tend to speak for masculinity <laughs> and they say when you express how you feel to someone it shows weakness do you think they have a point they don't do you think the men of 50 years ago and the men of today the men of today are weaker and are these guys justified to call the men of nowadays weak let me show you let's start with that let me show you let me show you this other perspective when you just randomly you know commit to the fact and say that you know men of 50 years ago were stronger than men of this society you know you, you know they have a point because men of 50 years ago were on the front lines of second old door <laughs> you understand but, but those guys were brave uh, let, let me come to that point <laughs> what, what what is what that what the what is not put into perspective is the social dynamics that we've gone through 50 yeah. years exactly that's 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 why i wanted you to guys to answer uh, first and, because uh, i want to find that answer. wait yeah. wait and does that and does that social dynamic make us men weaker that is the question we need to dissect okay let her then first give by, us point by 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 men portraying emotions and saying that i'm not feeling good it's not about emotions i'm, I'm coming i'm coming ah, okay, by okay. by men portraying emotions and saying i'm not feeling okay that does not make any man less a man exactly doesn't make uh, any I man I weaker i believe so uh, number two, by generalizing that and, and and standing to be you know the aggressive macho man and saying that you're strong you're all weak mm. i'm the strong one i mean i always have this other perspective that the the the, the, loud, the 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 bravest lion is not the loudest lion the bravest lion is the silent one and there are many uh, men out here who are winning silent battles and they are not you know yeah. complaining yeah. the other thing that i have an issue with is you're socially influenced and you call yourself influencer because you're paid for that to propagate this agenda i believe the social system has been put in such a way that men are always at the losing end uh-huh. Do you know that? Yeah, because that. all That's factors plain. all factors put right now mm. men of 50 years ago were the men deciding the decisions of the world. 
I'm not saying the decision of the world right now are decided by women, but s the social system, social fabrics of the society put right now, they are put to pin the man down. You see, and, and a, a propaganda has to be propagated that you are a weak man, you are this, you are that, you are this. <laughs> Mm. And that is why this narrative is getting out louder. Because if you aren't putting the perspective of dynamism of 50 years ago, plus the social setup in such that there is a propaganda going on to pin down men, then you are missing out something in this equation. Can I, can I give my answer? Yes, please. Uh, see, th there's this thing uh, where you're not telling it uh, very well. Eh? We are talking about when you are when you're at a low point, when you actually need help. Is it bad to talk to someone? Yeah. So for me, I don't think you have any standing to call someone weak when they share. Yeah, they are, they are, they are, when they are at a bad spot, you understand? L let me finish. Because uh, the difference is maybe the men of 50 years ago are stronger. Who knows? Like that's just someone, just someone who said it somewhere as an opinion, and it became propagated. You understand? So uh, the point is, even if they were, let's say they were. Do you think the men of uh, the 50, uh, 50 years ago, if you drop them today in our world, would they be as strong? Would they have the strength to go through what we go through on a daily basis? To go through the kind of relationships you go through on a daily basis? I'm not even talking about women. I'm talking about society as a whole. The way like you propagate through your life. The way that right now you struggle to find the shilling. Right? You understand financially. Then you struggle to find a job. Then you maybe struggle to find a good partner. Yeah, exactly. And uh, even struggles. even even so, uh, when you when you even try to find a partner, you find one, and based on your partner's uh, character that you liked, people will now call, will now start calling you names. Isn't that what goes on, right? Isn't haven't you had people who say, "Okay, and them to our campus when you're weak? Where are your whips?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you, like as in, it's not even it's not even your fault. It's someone who you liked, and that's their character. But it comes to be you're 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 being name called because of it. You understand? So the men of fifty years ago, my point is, if they were dropped in today's world, they would not be as strong. I think we are stronger because we go through so many more, so many more different types of pitfalls than they would go. Fifty years ago. Maybe uh, maybe the the most a guy would struggle for was maybe finding put food on the table putting food on the table right. They would not have all these factors that we go through in our day you know in our modern day. So I think the fact that we go through all these things and we still are silent as men, we still keep quiet until until it gets to a point that it boils over. You understand? It makes us a bit stronger. Now the point I'm trying to make is, even if it makes you stronger, you don't sh you should not have to suffer alone. We are, as men, anchored to be people who we, we are just naturally born that way. We put ourselves, we, we solve our problems ourselves. For women, they would source so many solutions to their problems. We try to find solutions for ourselves, you understand? So that's why we never talk about our things. But does that mean that that's the way it should be? That you should suffer alone until you die? Just because if you, to if you tell someone that, eh, mazeniko depressed kiasi, someone will call you weak. Does it mean now because you'll be called weak, you just, you just kill yourself? For, for over 50 years, there has been programs empowering girl child, empowering women, putting women at the forefront of 
equality and equity mm-hmm. equality and equity conversations mm-hmm. but has the same conversation begun for men there are few ngos who now try to now tw- 50 years 28 40 30 years later that's when we realize there's a plight we we've empowered one gender over the other you see and and that's why for me i see it calling men weaker when 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 socially systems were put in place to 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 you know to put and pin men down then that's now where societies you know double standards come in actually i believe men are stronger of the two sexes and uh, they are more creative when it comes to problem solving skills absolutely and uh, this is nothing to take from uh, from ladies ladies are far more superior in certain ways yeah but we have to understand that the problem of men can only be solved by mm-hmm. men themselves that's true it doesn't that's necessarily true. mean men have to form associations or uh, a group where they just sit down and iron out issues and talk out issues yeah a man needs to solve a problem if you need my support today victim if you are in trouble and you need my support definitely you are going to get it you understand yeah i'll be like the good thing with men is uh, they they don't take things to heart over small issues yeah like uh, i'll call i'll call adan i'll call another guy and, and be like hey maze vic is in trouble let us do something about it but unless vic sits down and comes up with solutions to his problems definitely we will just be bidding time for him we'll we'll just be waiting until it deteriorates for example you know we, we it's good to have practical examples vic you are broke and it's making you depressed that's an example <laughs> an ex- <laughs> as an example yes <laughs> example as an example <laughs> okay yeah Go being on. broke makes someone depressed yes not a son mm-hmm. but me and uh, me and uh, adan you can say our brother is uh, is uh, very sad and is depressed he has no income we can discuss on ways to generate income yes we'll give you practical solutions you know and maybe at times we could support you to get the I job or whatever it I is i see i see men every totally, day i totally get jay's point i see men every day in town under the scorching sun selling sweets you understand yeah, yeah. so his financial burden he's doing something about it yes you understand and i wouldn't uh, i would give that man respect if he's trying to save 50 bob if he's walking from town to greenspan on foot because i know this man has a purpose he's trying to save money so men we as a man we need to find practical solutions to our problems that is that is the only thing that can get us out of find purpose self development yeah. exactly so, exactly so, so no matter how much we preach men we need to 
start talking and you know yeah but let me let me let me discuss let, our let me issues. say something yeah? we can discuss our issues till morning yeah let, me, yeah let me say something mm. uh it's 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 both it's both in the real world it's both absolutely because because uh yes if i'm broke and you guys as my friends see that i'm broke and it's making me sad and you come and talk to me and you give me ideas if i'm not using those ideas if i'm not doing something about this then the fault is mine it's not it's, it's not, not my friends us. yes yeah. you understand yeah because i can't i can't expect you to work for me mm, even yeah. no matter how sad i am yeah even if i'm next to killing myself i can't expect you to work for me mm-hmm. it just doesn't work like that mm-hmm. but there are some things where a friend will change the trajectory of the way of things are going you understand yeah that there, there are times there are things that you cannot help yourself okay man was not meant to be an island so st- some things for example um if if say my friend is very n- i'm talking about clinical depression mm-hmm. right i'm not talking about this depression clinical depression i have a friend who's maybe cl- uh, clinically depressed now they don't know they don't know they're depressed right but you can see it and then they don't want to get help you understand because they don't know Cindy. So you are the person who who will be there and you'll be and you 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 find that the day you you come to them and talk to them mm-hmm. they are the ones who will be there and they'll tell you wa ila skulinyongelesha it changed my life. You understand? Yeah. It changed my life because when you talked to me I chose to make su- make and such such decision and you find that if you had not talked to them they would not have made that decision and they probably would have been dead but when you talk to them you change their trajectory of life right. you change the way they are going you understand yeah so i think uh on mental health we can be here all day speaking about mental uh, health uh, one thing one thing can one thing that can actually improve men's mental health is mm-hmm. eating together on a plate <laughs> wow on a senior i like that idea <laughs> i like that idea you had eating yeah. together on a plate on a big senior okay. break the bread together like uh Vic maybe one day cooks food and he calls the the guys and we eat on a plate big platter yeah. we sit on the carpet everybody finishes and uh, that is how actually something that brings unity yeah, exactly and you, 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 you feel you feel like you you belong into a community of people but you know one thing is I was told mm-hmm. and I believe Satan exists. <laughs> yes. Satan, Satan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Satan loves when people are alone so that he can do his tricks on them. But when I- when you are in a community and when he sees the support around you, definitely he'll find it very difficult to to maneuver and uh, bring you down. So if something befalls you a calamity befalls you mm-hmm. and you become very sad the first thing people normally do is retreat from you they call it our safe space mm-hmm. you understand they retreat some lock themselves in their rooms you know and that is very detrimental that's why i'm saying if we call this guy out of his house mm-hmm. then we ate on a big senior together mm-hmm. and we discussed and we made jokes 
and you know he feels like, like eh I people are around the sense of community comes out yeah he's like uh, people are around i'm like ah maze and then yani an exchange of idea like i'm going somewhere yeah you can tag along you know those things if we became more and more cohesive as a society which i believe nowadays has become very rare everyone is just selfish people are eating alone vic for example when people come to your house each one has his own plate right yeah you socially know. we've become socially we've uh, become distant society we've become distant everyone is doing himself you know we're not eating together we're not going out together to do uh, community uh, things you know and you'll find this the communities that are very happy mm-hmm. like i was watching a documentary about congo you know those pygmies those short short men who live in the forest mm-hmm. those guys they are very happy why? why they live in a community they hunt together community they of eat short together men. <laughs> <laughs> so should be wow. a community of tall wow. i was so just anyway. waiting for you <laughs> just waiting for you so, <laughs> so my point is yeah. uh, one of the solution to uh, mental health improvement is eating together mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. doing things together as a community mm. uh, the other thing is i think this talk would be will be long it's better we just cut it yeah i wanted to uh, ask you maybe in one step in one sentence mm-hmm. uh, we are wrapping up yeah mm-hmm. so in one sentence one strictly yeah? what's what's that one sentence you could tell you would tell your viewer that you think would help them what's Around one listener. line yeah what's one line you tell your viewer or your listener that you you wish you could have had earlier in your life something like, that helps mental health positively in just one sentence find a purpose find a purpose it's you find a purpose okay i have many lines but i just choose one be aware of your surroundings okay be conscious of what is going on okay for me it's be positive just be positive try to find that positive thing right so uh that 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 has been today episode number 2 uh we are jav talk my name is vic uh, guys have we ever asked uh, the listeners to subscribe to our <laughs> that's what i wanted to do <laughs> uh, i was doing the outro so yeah my name is vic jamal I'm Aden. And Jamal wants you guys to subscribe. Yeah. yeah. So I subscribe. Want, I, want <laughs> I want you to listen. Subscribe, to share. Now this is we are just starting out. Good good stuff are coming. So subscribe. Uh we can't wait. And that's be it. Don't Till next time. Out. Don't miss out on those dot provoking conversations. Yeah.